ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Ever since Russia's invasion of Ukraine, there have been fears the Kremlin would use tactical nuclear weapons to gain the advantage on the battlefield. But US intelligence agencies are warning Russia could use them in space to take out Western satellites. Current and former officials have told US media that the nuclear weapon is not yet in orbit. So how worried should we be? For more on this, we're joined by aerospace security expert Todd Harrison. Todd, welcome to RM Breakfast. Hi, it's good to be here. Can you describe how a space-based nuclear weapon would work? Sure. I mean, at first, I should caution, we don't yet know what the intelligence really says. Um, So we're not sure if it's about a nuclear weapon or a nuclear power source or something entirely different. Um, But we know that, you know, nuclear weapons in space is a thing that has been considered in the past. Um, There's a couple of ways uh, you could use a nuclear weapon that way, uh, both of which are banned by treaty. Uh, Not that that would stop Russia. One is you could keep a nuclear weapon in orbit and use it to attack targets on Earth, basically basing your weapons in space uh, instead of basing them on Earth and launching missiles when you intend to use them. Uh, That was banned by the Outer Space Treaty of 1967, uh, and that, you know, ban has remained in effect I think in large part because there's no real incentive to base nuclear weapons in space uh, because they're really no more effective than the ICBMs with nuclear weapons atop them that we have today. Um, So I think it's unlikely that that's what will end up being revealed here. Um, But even if that's what it is, it's not really anything to be concerned about because Russia already has you know, a thousand or so nuclear warheads uh, that can target the U.S. and our allies and partners around the world. The reason they don't use them is because we can do the same to them. So it's mutually assured destruction. Uh, And that has held very successfully uh, since the beginning of the nuclear age. The other, you know, alternative here is that it could be a nuclear weapon that they intend to detonate in space. Well, we've done that before. Both the U.S. and the Soviet Union detonated Uh, very large nuclear weapons in space in the early 1960s. And what we found uh, was a bit surprising at the time. Uh, It has very broad, widespread effects on satellites in space. And one particular test the U.S. conducted in 1962, uh, it uh, reportedly uh, damaged or destroyed about one-third of all satellites in space at the time, regardless of who owned them. This is an effect that you... You cannot target against specific satellites. It's going to hit a lot of satellites and have a lot of collateral damage. Um, So that also seems like something Russia would not really want to do because they have a lot of satellites up there themselves. They have cosmonauts on the International Space Station uh, that could be affected. Uh, It would affect Chinese satellites, Indian satellites, European satellites. It it would turn the entire world uh, against Russia if they ever use something like that or even threaten to use it. Um, so I think, you know, these ideas about, you know, Russia in particular, you know, nuclear weapon in space, um, you know, I think that while it could be concerning, uh, I don't think it's something that they would credibly use. 
Um, you know, I'd be more concerned if, if it's some other type of anti-satellite capability that they may have in the works. Okay. So given everything you've just told us, how vulnerable are satellites operated by countries like Australia and the United States? Oh, you know, today we're actually pretty incredibly vulnerable to a wide range of anti-satellite attacks. I mean, Russia, China, and India have all developed and tested uh, what they call direct ascent satellite, uh, anti-satellite missiles that you can fire from Earth that goes up and hits a satellite in space, blows it to pieces. Um, pretty much all of our military and intelligence satellites today uh, are vulnerable to those types of attacks. The way you would defend against it um, is to, you know, disperse your constellations and create, uh, you know, large numbers of smaller satellites uh, in a variety of orbits that can provide the same capability. And then it becomes infeasible to actually shoot them all down. Uh, but we're also susceptible to electronic forms of attack, like jamming the signals that go to and from your satellites. If you can't communicate with your satellite, it's as good as dead. Uh, to you, you know, for that time being, um, and a whole host of other threats like lasers that can blind the sensors on satellites. You know, we do have a lot of vulnerabilities in space today. Okay, so what's this warning all about then, given what you've said? <laughs> well, you know, it, it's not clear. Um, and, the, you know, I dare say there may be politics tied up in this, but, you know, it's it's not something that just recently came out. What we know is this was intelligence uh, that had been shared with Congress many weeks prior, that there was a meeting on the Hill today. That meeting had been scheduled for several weeks uh, where the executive branch was going to disclose some more information uh, to members of Congress, uh, particularly in the intelligence committees. Um, so this has been something that's simmering, been simmering in the intel community uh, for a while. Um, I think, you know, it comes at a precarious time because in the U.S., you know, there are some members of Congress that are kind of starting to dither uh, on their support for Ukraine uh, and perhaps are getting a little soft towards Russia, a little more conciliatory. Um, and this might be a reminder that, hey, Russia actually is a threat. It's a direct threat uh, to the United States and our interest in space and on Earth. Um, so I think that there are a lot of factors kind of all at work at once here. Very interesting. Thank you, Todd. I'm glad I could be on the show. Todd Harrison is an expert on space policy and a senior fellow at the American Enterprise Institute. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.